Get ready, Helena Hustle is now live. Here, we will showcase successful leaders in business, athletics, healthcare, and all things that make Helena a great place to live. Join Dr. Daniel Bridge, owner of Endurance Chiropractic, as he searches out amazing individuals who are making a tremendous difference in this place we call home. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired with the Helena Hustle Podcast. Sean, how you doing? I'm good. Thank good. you. Sean, Sean and I have known each other for, gosh, almost three years now. It's you're amazing, right? You were one of the first people I met when I moved to Helena. Yeah, that's you right. You know, when I moved to Helena, I didn't really, I didn't know anybody. So when Joe Mitchell came by and told me about uh, the biz to biz, sure. that was a great opportunity for me to have 30 friends and network Absolutely. a little bit. So, and then um, we find out that we live in the same neighborhood, right? <laughs> Our kids are in the same Our class. Same class. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. It's funny how that works out. By the way, uh, Deacon gets brought up in our home a lot. He Leo does. loves to tease Jade about Deacon. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so. so funny. He's uh, really starting to blossom. Is I he? Mean, yeah. He's he's an amazing individual. He uh -huh. really is. So. So our kids are are in second grade. Are they in the same class this year? Uh, so who do you have for a teacher? I was going to ask Hofer. you. Hofer? No. Yes. So we're not in the same no. class. Okay. okay. Same. And grade. then Charlie. My youngest, uh -huh. she's there as a kindergartner this year. Oh, as well. she is. Okay. Yeah. So that's where he's really kind of blossomed. He's in, the and big he's, brother. Yeah. He comes out of school, finds her from her class, oh, that's awesome. arm around the shoulder, walking her out to the car uh -huh. every day. So it's yeah. really cool to see that as a dad, right? Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. So how many kids do you have? Uh, six, believe it or not. Um, you know, we were talking earlier, my oldest son, he's a junior at Carroll uh -huh. and uh, studying some business now. And um, he's doing really, really well. He's, uh, uh, on the Dean's list. Um, nice. yeah, he's had his struggles as any college student. Would. Carol's do. a tough school too. Yeah. Um, but he's overcoming everything and, and really doing good. Uh, my daughter, she's 20. She's down in Salt Lake and she's actually working for a modeling agency down there, uh, doing some online stuff as well. And, uh, just started as a preschool, uh, teacher she's as well. Busy. So yeah, she's super mm -hmm. busy loving Utah. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, did I tell you crystals from Salt Lake? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. she's just in heaven. Down it's beautiful. There. It is Tons yeah. of outdoor paradise. Yeah. And so that's, that's really cool. Um, and then I've got two boys that are out in East Helena. Uh, one's a sophomore at East Helena high school. Uh, his name's Talon. He plays football, basketball. Um, we're really busy with uh -huh. him when it comes to sports. Um, and then I've got an eighth grader as well. Um, same thing, football, basketball. Okay. And so, um, at a, and Deacon's playing basketball as well, uh -huh. which I'll get to, but at any time during the week, um, we either have a practice or a game <laughs> or something going on uh -huh. where we're running to East Talon. Yeah. So, wow. uh, Talon just started driving though. So that's okay. changed things for us. Yeah. Lightens a, a load a little bit. Yeah. It's a huge difference. Um, and then Deacon, uh, as we just referred to, he's second grader and, and Charlie are little one she's first year of school in kindergarten mm -hmm. she's really starting to thrive as well which oh, is cool, cool to see yeah. that's great yeah. and then my charlie's a yes. year and a half yeah. so <laughs> wow yeah amazing yeah so do you want to introduce yourself and your business yeah so uh, my name is sean thatcher i own and operate contour 406 uh, i've been in business for about four years now and um previous to that i was actually doing sales. I worked mm -hmm. for a couple pharmaceutical companies and eventually got into an aesthetics sales company, uh, who I worked for, for four years. They were the makers of Botox cosmetic, mm. um, at the time. And 
what that led me to is our company that I worked for bought Cool Sculpting, mm-hmm. and I was introduced to Cool Sculpting. Found out a little bit more about it. Was able to get treated. Um, really was super impressed by the science. Wanted to know more about it, and couldn't believe that everyone wasn't getting mm-hmm. it. Um, and then after a couple of years selling Botox, um, the person that was selling Cool Sculpting or was doing the consulting for Cool Sculpting had got promoted. And so I was able to make a lateral transfer from the Botox side of things to cool sculpting. And so what I did is basically serviced all of the cool sculpting accounts Mm -hmm. in Montana and Wyoming for two years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really interesting. Um, I love that portion of sales because um, it's more of the consulting side than the sales side. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would go in when somebody would buy a cool sculpting machine and I would spend a week with them, teaching Mm -hmm. them the ins and outs of everything from the front office staff to the providers doing the treatments, letting them know exactly how to sell it, how to market it, um, how to do treatments, how to get best results, how to do consultations and so forth. And so I love that aspect of it. Was that a steep learning curve for you? You know, it was um, at first, but believe it or not, cool sculpting is a pretty benign service. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really easy product nice. um, to understand. And so um, the science behind it can get a little bit muddy. Uh, and so there was a little bit of curve there. But uh, for the most part, what I loved is, is just learning how all these different businesses operated mm-hmm. and trying to find the best ways to market that service that they were offering um, so that they can continue to grow. Um, But after a couple years and a growing family, I started to get, um, realized that I was missing a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I was gone a lot, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I needed to figure out a way to be home more and, but I didn't want to get rid of what I was doing. And so uh, one of the local businesses in town is her her name was Dr. Um, uh, Gosh, I can't think of her name off the top of my head, but anyway, she owned Montana laser doc. And, um, she was, had a cool sculpting machine. And so I was one of her reps and, uh, in the, at the time she was looking at selling, uh, and retiring and I was looking for something to be closer to home. And so I talked my wife into taking that leap of faith Mm -hmm. and buying a business. You were already living in Helena? Yes. We were living in Helena at the time. Are you, did you grow up here? I did not. I grew up in Butte. And so, yeah, I'm a Montana tech graduate, uh, roll digs. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, we moved here about 20 years ago. Um, yeah. And so at the time, you know, we had, uh, five kids and we were, uh, like I said, I was missing a lot of stuff. And so, um, I'm not sure how Riley said yes, to be honest with you, <laughs> uh, because we were, I was making a good living, you know, and let's just give that up for a business that she had no idea whether or not it would be successful. Roll the dice, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was a real big risk. Um, but I felt like I had enough background and knew enough about the marketplace to understand exactly what the business would do, mm-hmm. you know, because I had so much experience with other cool sculpting accounts in a couple States. And so I talked her into it, ended up buying. And then about four months later, the pandemic hit. Mm. So everything that I thought I knew was flipped upside down. And the months that I had seen that she was the busiest were my slowest months. Oh, really? And the months that she told me, you know, take some time off. (laughs) Don't worry. You're not going to get any phone calls during this month were my busiest months. Why, why do you, any and, ideas why, you know, I think it was a combination of things. Um, I think one a new business owner, I was marketing different than her. I was doing a lot of different things than her. The pandemic, you know, with people being home, I think it threw out a lot of the seasonality of things mm-hmm. for some people. Um, 
I think people were doing things that they wouldn't normally gotcha. do. And um, like December, for example, you know, my first two years, December was my second busiest month of the year. Mm -hmm. And in her previous six years, every year, it was the worst month that really? she would have. <laughs> and so it was very, very interesting. And, you know, there could be other factors associated with it. But I think the pandemic really kind of threw things kind of upside down. And, you know, it was, there was a lot of good and bad that came from it. Um, the good is there was a lot of disposable income, mm. um, you know, uh, and that, and people had time to mm -hmm. come in and do treatments that kind of helped me quite a bit. Um, but the bad was the unpredictability, you know, mm. I just didn't know what I didn't know. And so right. now we're four years in, believe it or not. Congrats. Yeah. Thank when, you. What, did, when was your anniversary? September 1st. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, it's been, quite a roller coaster ride from when we started or when I started until now. Um, but I do everything in the business. So, mm -hmm. so I don't have any employees, as you know, I, I do, um, all of my own scheduling. Um, I handle all my consultations. I do all my treatments. Um, I do have a nurse Janet that comes in and, and does some Botox for me occasionally, but for the most part, it's just me there. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of transitioned from a nine to five, you know, normal operating hours to uh, by appointment only. Um, I'm still in my office quite a bit, uh, just working on my computer and stuff, even if I don't have appointments. Um, but I'm pretty much an appointment driven business. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where, I, and so I expanded my operating hours, you know, yeah. basically nine to nine is what I open my books for. That's nice. And, uh, but I'm not always there during those hours unless I've got some appointments. So do you have a service that forwards your phone to you when you're not? I there? do. Yeah. It forwards it to my cell phone. Nice. Uh, believe it or not though, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, in the first couple of years I was really, uh, getting a lot of appointments driven by phone. More, more of my stuff now is driven online. You know, everything that I do online in terms of marketing, I push people to my website where they can schedule their own appointments. Online scheduling, mm -hmm. nice. And so it's made it really, really easy. Now I still get some phone calls and I get occasional people with questions. Uh, I still get some walk-ins every once in a while, but I bet you about 80 to 90% of the business that I do is driven online, mm -hmm. which is kind of nice for me being mm -hmm. a sole, you know, business owner, so. How do you like being a lone wolf? Uh, it has its pros and its cons. Pros and cons yeah. yeah. So I'll tell you one thing. There's no workplace drama. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, me and Alexa have some conversations every <laughs> once in a while, but, uh, that is the nice part about yeah. it. Um, I like the fact that I can get in, get my work done and get mm -hmm. out. Um, but there are a lot of things that I do wearing a lot of hats. Yeah. That, that people have told me, you know, you should be having somebody else do that stuff. Um, I'm kind of a control freak, you know, and so I like to do things my way. Mm -hmm. um, we'll probably talk about marketing, but, you know, I've tried so many other, so many different marketing firms to mm -hmm. do things for me. And uh, the reason I've never found a good fit is because um, my voice is what I want to see in everything right. that they're putting out. And mm -hmm. when I don't see that, I get very, very picky. Sure. And so that's why at some point it's like, I might as well just do this myself. Absolutely. And that's what I've ended up coming to mm -hmm. after four years of trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So you do, you do your own marketing. I do now. I mean, I, uh, I use the Montana radio company does a really good job with my website. So oh, nice. they, uh, they manage my website, do a really good job. Um, I've done some radio ads with them as well. Uh, they're great to work with. Um, but when it comes to most of the marketing that I do, it's mostly social media driven. Mm -hmm. And I 
do all my own content. Are um, you on TikTok? I just opened a TikTok account. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm probably the the last person on earth it feels like to have a TikTok. Well, um, I'll be coming to you for advice. <laughs> I, I just went to the the Capitol High School today. Okay. And I, I talked about my business at a small business sure. class. And the teacher's like, Are you on TikTok? I'm like, no. She's like, You gotta be you on gotta TikTok. Be t- I know, and I've been told that for the last couple of years. Uh-huh. Now I can get on and scroll through TikTok. Yeah. I'm a really good, really good uh-huh. at that. But um, in producing my own content, I I struggle with video. I mm-hmm. really do, you know. And my daughter will be the first to to back this up. I've had her come in and maybe uh, record me doing some videos in my office. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to put out some more video content on social media, and I would make her do a hundred takes because <laughs> I I would get all fumbled we're, up with my words uh-huh. and I have this wor- own worst yes, critics for we sure. are for sure and so um, that's where I'm gonna struggle with TikTok I've got to come out of my shell a little bit and just not care what anybody else thinks and just do it right I'll say at least for me I'm no pro but the more I've done it the more I am okay with not putting out like a perfectly polished yes. piece I've had it so like I've been hitting my YouTube channel pretty hard this year okay. and Every time I finish recording a video, I'm never really happy with right. it. <laughs> and I just got to the point where I'm like, you know what? Mr. Beast, do you yeah, ever follow him? I do. So he's like, for YouTube, for example, he said, don't worry about your first hundred videos. Just make them like, don't worry about your stats or how yeah. many people you're, are, are, you're getting views or how many subs you're getting. Just try to make each video a little bit better. Get more comfortable, right? Yeah. So instead of like chucking a whole video, it's like, no, I'm going to put it out. Yeah all these things, nobody else is even going to notice like the things that I'm focusing on. And, and, and it is true. The more I've done it, it's definitely gotten easier for me. Sure. And so I, I definitely, you know, that's, that's where I want to move. And I've been saying it for the last year. Uh, I want to produce more video content. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do with cool sculpting in that it's, it's not something that's widely known. Mm-hmm. And so it's not so much me putting the name or the brand out there. It's me explaining how it works and mm-hmm. what it does and what a consultation looks like and what a treatment looks like. And that's all stuff that you can't get in a social media post, mm-hmm. you know, just with text. And so I got to do some more video content and, I want to get an entire library together so that people, you know, can just go and click on it and say, Mm -hmm. Hey, here's what a consultation looks like. The next step is schedule treatment. The next step is this and this and this, and they can go through these videos and exactly see what the entire process looks Mm -hmm. like from walking in the door for the first time to walking out with fantastic results. So yeah, yeah, I think that's super important. I got to get there, but that's why I like YouTube is because it's really good with evergreen content. You know, like TikTok, you might post like a really good video, like you just said, but it gets buried unless somebody's digging through your stuff. Whereas YouTube, they might type in Helena Montana, cool sculpting, and then boom, you've made one video, you put effort into it, and people are watching it while you're sleeping, and they're educating themselves on what you offer. Yeah, that's definitely the way that I need to go. So So let's take a little break on our train. Let's get to know you a little bit better with our two truths and a lie. Okay. So this was hard for me. I got to tell you. So as you said, we've known each other for a few years now. And so um, it's easier with strangers. But I put together three good ones. I think that uh, I might be able to stump you here a little bit. Um, The first is uh, my dad won the lottery. Okay. The second is I'm a grandfather. Okay. And the third is my mother used to babysit for Evil Knievel. (laughs) Uh, Good luck with that. You know, Evil Knievel's from Butte. So... I think that one's true. Okay. Unless you're really throwing me there. <laughs> uh, are you a grandfather? 
lottery sounds pretty cool. I'm going to say you're not a grandfather. You got it. Okay. <laughs> I thought I might be able to get you a little uh -huh. bit, um, you know, especially with my kids, my oldest, as old as sure. they are now, and my daughter's in Salt Lake. Um, I'll tell you, she just uh, got herself a new puppy. Oh, okay. So I am technically, <laughs> I call her every once in a while and say, hey, how's my grandson doing? <laughs> He's the cutest little thing. What kind of uh, dog? So it's a uh, bulldog, a what kind of bulldog? Um uh, Gosh, she's going to kill me because I can't remember now, but it's tiny, tiny, We'll cut tiny. this part out. Yes. No. Um, but yeah, it's it's the cutest nice. little thing. Bulldogs are so cute. She named him Bane, uh -huh. and uh, he's awesome. Uh -huh. He's really awesome. Cool. And so I'm super happy for her, too, because now she's got some companionship yeah, that she really right. needs. So. Yeah. But yes, I am not a grandfather yet. Well, let's hear about the lottery. Uh, so yeah, believe it or not, we, it's, this was probably around 2003 or 2004. Um, you know, my dad's kind of always been an avid lottery player like um, scratchers but no the the montana cash mm -hmm. uh you know powerball stuff like that and uh, he just stopped at a gas station one day and and bought a quick ticket and then he went to work the next day and and uh he was a bartender and so he looked at his ticket and he looked at the winning numbers and he's like and he's handing it to everybody is this right <laughs> these numbers and believe it or not he won montana cash i think at the time it was about like right around 150 or 160,000 uh -huh. dollars but um the generous man that he is, believe it or not, uh, gave away at least half of Did it. Did he really? Yes. I wow. mean, all of his kids got a big chunk of money. Huh. You know, he's just handing out That's money awesome. here and there, paid off some things and wow. just, yeah. Did they take a lot of tax out of it? You that? know, um, believe it or not, I think that uh, with all of the gambling that he had done in the previous tickets and everything, I think he was able to kind of stave off some of that. Oh, okay. um, and so he didn't make out as bad as you mm. would think that he mm -hmm. did. But he's a very, very lucky man. I mean, yeah. he's, he's won some really cool. At the time when we were living in Idaho, and this was when I was a kid uh, growing up. He, Where'd you grow up? In Kellogg, Idaho, believe it okay, or not. Okay, yeah. yeah. And so. Sell a lot of cars there, right? Yes. Big dealership. Yeah, uh -huh. and believe it or not, Dave Smith was just Dave a little Smith. tiny car lot. Really? At the time when I was growing up. Up. I uh -huh. mean, just like a normal car lot here. Maybe he'll be my next guest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so when I was living there, uh, my parents used to drive over to Spokane because uh, Washington, you could gamble and play bingo there. And mm. they used to love to play bingo. Okay. So they'd go over to play bingo and he went over there. And at the time he won the largest bingo single bingo game really? in Washington history. <laughs> you won like $20,000 oh, on one on game bingo? of bingo. Dang. And this is like in 1986 or 85 uh -huh. or something at the time. So yeah, he's had some very fortunate things happen to him, but truly believe it's just because he's such a great guy. Uh -huh. So yeah. Huh, very cool. Yeah. And then, and then your, your grandma, my mother, your mother, yes. Babysat evil for, for him. Yes. His, his son, Robbie. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So she was growing up. Uh, she was, you know, kind of babysitting a little bit. And she said that that was kind of part of her childhood, uh -huh. uh, which is crazy. She never, you know, Robbie ended up being pretty famous as well. And, uh -huh. um, he was kind of a, a daredevil maniac when even, he was growing uh, up, even then, she fun said. Babysitting but, kids yeah, like but that. it's kind of one of those fun facts, you know, because uh, you know that I'm from Butte, but not a lot of people uh, know that Evil Knievel's from Butte. It, it was new to me. I, I, I had known for a little while, but I had a guest, and one of her uh, truths, okay. um, Lacey Middlestead, was uh, that she kissed Evil Knievel. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and, and it turns out, uh, I asked her about it, and she. I don't know. He gave her a kiss on the cheek or something at some event sure. with pic when they were taking pictures. It was pretty cool. So I got to so. ask you, when you started doing these podcasts, did you ever think in your first 25 episodes that Evil Knievel would come up twice? Twice. <laughs> at least twice. That was not on my bingo card <laughs> of things to happen. Yeah. 
So that's cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Going back to cool sculpting, do you want to tell us a little bit about the process? Yeah. So what really kind of intrigued me about cool sculpting was the fact that it's non-invasive. Mm -hmm. uh, there's not a lot of things out there that can get rid of stubborn fat. That's sure. also non-invasive. Um, basically how it works is uh, we use controlled cooling to cause fat cells just beneath the skin to crystallize and die. Mm -hmm. Once that happens, your body's going to process and eliminate them naturally. What you're left with is less fat cells beneath the skin, therefore a slimmer shape or mm -hmm. a smaller shape. Uh, the fat cells that we're treating, they actually contribute more to our shape than our weight. They're fluffy, they're light, they're pinchable. Mm -hmm. So if you have any pinchable fat, most likely I've got an applicator that can treat it. Um, believe it or not, it doesn't contribute as much to your weight as it does to your shape. In fact, a lot of my cool sculpting patients who have the best results, they typically don't see much change on the scale at all. Mm -hmm. It's more of they really see their body kind of changing with everything. And so and that's why you cool. take the before and after Absolutely. so you can show people, look at this. Yeah, that's yeah. a key part of cool sculpting is being able to see these visible changes. Now, one of the things with cool sculpting uh, that differs from like liposuction, for example, is the fact that it takes about eight to 12 weeks to see your results. So it's definitely not overnight. Mm -hmm. Okay. So one of the most important things that I tell my patients is you have to be patient with the process and don't drive yourself crazy looking in the mirror every day right. looking for changes. And it's funny because I'll have people come back for their eight or their 12 week appointment after their cool sculpting treatment and they'll walk in the door and I'll talk to them for a little bit and then I'll say, Hey, you know, how's things looking? How's your treatment looking? Oh, I don't see much changes. I don't think it's really working for me, unfortunately. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just take some photos and go from there. And then I show them their photos and they're just blown away. Uh -huh. They're like, holy cow, I can't believe that was me. And now this is me. And the reason is, is because it's just a slow, slow process. And when mm -hmm. you're looking at yourself at the daily basis in the mirror, you're not going to notice those subtle changes from right. day to day. But when you come back eight to 12 weeks later, then you can really see what that total transformation looks like. And so it's kind of a cool process. It's like watching a kid grow. Exactly. We went away for a week. My mom watched our littlest. We came back and he looked a lot older, sure. right? And I've never noticed that because I'm always seeing him grow. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, how deep is it? Is it doing a layer at a time with each treatment? Yeah. So that's a good question. So that's, I, I tell my patients three things every time I have a consultation with them. One is what I just told you with that eight to 12 weeks. It takes a little bit of time to see your results. The second is uh, we get about 20 to 25% fat reduction with each treatment. Um, all of my applicators use suction to suck your tissue into a cup and then hypercool it from there. So when we're sucking your tissue into the cup, that cold is only going to go so deep. Mm -hmm. So if you can imagine the outermost 20 to 25% of those fat cells are what we're getting with each treatment. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like paring off layers of an onion. Mm -hmm. Every time that you come in and do that treatment, we're getting those outermost layers of fat cells. So most patients are going to need two to three treatments, depending on what we're starting with, what our goals are and how your body responds is a mm -hmm. big factor as well. Um, and so I tell all my patients plan on two, sometimes you'll need three, but for the most part, unless, you know, we're starting in a, in a very, you know, challenging state, I think that most patients don't really need a anything past three treatments, mm -hmm. depending on the area. Uh, and so that's where a majority of my patients lie is that two to three okay. treatments. Uh, and so that's an important part to understand. And then the last part is, and I'll just kind of touch on this real quick is, um, cool sculpting is permanent. So our bodies don't produce any new fat cells after we reach adolescence. Mm. So it's an important thing to understand. Um, and so when we're getting rid of fat cells with cool sculpting, we're not shrinking them. We're not moving them anywhere else. We're getting rid of them Killing permanently. Them. Yeah. Yes. And there's nothing else that's going to come back to replace them. So, uh, 
once you get the results that you're looking for, theoretically, you shouldn't have to do cool sculpting ever again. Now, the only caveat to that is we're always going to have fat cells left and they expand and contract based on our lifestyle. So if you were to get cool sculpting in your belly, for example, and see some significant results, but then gain 50 or 60 pounds, you're going to have less fat cells in your belly but the ones that you have are gonna be bigger than they've mm -hmm. ever been before. Mm -hmm. So that's the only really way that you can sabotage your results with cool sculpting mm -hmm. is by significant weight gain. So it's permanent in the fact that as long as you maintain the same lifestyle after cool sculpting as you had before, you're gonna get long-term results. Mm. And so that's the nice thing about it as well. You don't gotta come in and continue right. to do it. Once you get your results, you're done. So. How, how uh, long do you space out the treatments? So we can do them as early as four weeks. Mm -hmm. um, some patients that I, I do see though, uh, I like them to see their full results before investing in another one. So there's two different patient types. The patient types where we know we're going to need multiple treatments, we can really speed up the process. And so we can kind of get things going a little bit quicker. Uh, the patients that we don't know that we're going to need multiple treatments and we think maybe just one treatment will do the trick. Sometimes we'll make them wait the full 12 weeks, mm -hmm. see the results, and then they can make that decision at that point, whether or not they want to invest in another treatment. I see. Yeah. And so it just kind of depends on the patient but we can do it as early as four weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, so we can really speed up the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what does it, what's the, what does it feel like? What's the experience? So for the it's, it's a pretty benign treatment. Um, basically when you put the applicator on, you can feel some suction. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's some light suction involved. Um, once I start the cold, most of the, uh, treatment links are 35 to 45 minutes. About the first five to 10 minutes, it's pretty intense in terms mm -hmm. of the cold. Uh, it's like sticking your foot in a bucket of ice. Mm -hmm. okay, and I, are you still doing the ice baths, by the way? Yeah, when I, I will say yesterday, I spent a good chunk of time getting all the ice because it froze. Okay. And it was like one solid block. Sure. So it's on my to-do list. Okay. Love it. <laughs> I love that as well. I started yeah. doing those as well. Oh, good. Um, How did you like it? I love them. Uh -huh. I, but I had a, and we might have to cut this later, but I had a kind of a, a crappy one that I bought online uh -huh. and it just started leaking and okay. falling apart. And so I want to get something inflatable. Was it? Yes. Uh -huh. So I want to get something that's a little bit more sturdy. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, it made me feel so great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There was nothing like it. Mm -hmm. All my joints and everything just felt great. Yeah. Um, but in terms of where were we at with cool sculpting? Oh, what happens to what it, what you feel like it's like sticking your foot in a bucket of ice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Once you put your foot in, um, you, it's pretty intense, all right? Once you get past that 10-minute mark, the nice thing about cold, though, is you go numb, and you don't feel anything for the remainder of the treatment. So the treatment itself is not too bad. Mm -hmm. In the days that follow, you're pretty sore, tender to the touch for about a week, um, a little bit of swelling for five to seven days as well. Um, what sticks around the most is numbness. You can get some loss of sensation or a dulling sensation, and that typically, typically can last anywhere from six to 12 weeks, kind of okay. depending on the patient. I was numb when I treated my belly for about seven weeks. Mm -hmm. um, it's not bothersome by any means, but it's just kind of a weird sensation. Um, and then the last thing, a little bit of redness the day of, maybe mm -hmm. a day after, but other than that, there's really no long-term side effects associated with it uh, there's no downtime which is important yeah you can come in and do a treatment you can go back to work the same day mm -hmm. you can exercise the same day nice. um, I don't put any restrictions on you the only restrictions are gonna be based on how you feel what yeah. you can handle yeah what you how tender you are is gonna mm -hmm. maybe put some restrictions on what you can do but for mm -hmm. the most part people can do whatever they like after they okay. get cool sculpting yeah um, I've heard you talk on about this in the past can you touch on like what stubborn fat is and maybe like who would be a good candidate for yeah for your services? so that's a good question um, 
in the most simplest of terms, if you can pinch it or squeeze it, I can freeze it. Okay. (laughs) You might've seen my billboard a while ago. If you can squeeze it, I can freeze it. But, um, we've got two types of fat in our body, visceral fat, which surrounds our organs. Okay. That's the fat our bodies need. That's the fat that responds best to diet and exercise. Um, if you've ever seen a guy with a beer belly, for example, okay, it's hard as a rock. You can't really pinch anything. It's very firm. That's all visceral fat. Mm-hmm. That's nothing that I can touch with cool sculpting. Cool sculpting focuses on subcutaneous fat, and that's the pinchable stuff on the outside. Uh, some it grows in, you know, obviously it's in various places, but typically it's age-related and or uh, genetic-related fat accumulation. Okay, obviously the big area that we talk about the most is the belly and the love handle area. So anything that I can grab and squeeze and that's uh, pliable and squeezable, typically that's subcutaneous Mm -hmm. fat. And that's the fat that is very conducive to getting good results with cool sculpting. In fact, the more pliable it is, the better results we can get because the more tissue you can suck into that cup. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Some common areas outside of the belly and love handle are uh, women start to get some in their underarms, Mm -hmm. kind of in that upper arm area that starts to hang down a little bit. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of women get it in their back as well, what we call bra fat. Um, That's a common area that I treat. And when you get down uh, into the legs, we have inner thigh fat uh, that's pretty common as well. Outer thighs, uh, we can get that as well. Um, And then the chin, Mm -hmm. uh, which became very, very popular for me after COVID. Uh, All those Zoom meetings, looking Mm -hmm. at yourself in a computer in that nasty angle that really highlights that that double chin, um, got people coming to me saying, hey, I need to get this Mm -hmm. taken care of as well. So, so those are the major areas I can treat. Um, those are the most common areas as well, but basically, like I said, anywhere that you got a pocket of fat, that's pinchable, squeezable, Mm -hmm. I can most likely treat it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, where are you located? So I'm located at 3048 North Sanders. Um, it's across the street from planet fitness and it's right in between Papa Murphy's and Subway. Right. Uh, a lot of foot traffic, um, obviously a lot of uh, temptation there with Papa well, Murphy's and we're Subway. getting a Chipotle over there too, right? Yes, which over I'm very Planet excited Fitness? about. I love yeah, Chipotle. I, yeah. I'm very, uh, I can't say that I'm sick of Subway. I still eat Subway. <laughs> um, but I don't eat it as much as I did when I first opened Before my Before you business. were right next door yeah. to him. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, but I'm super excited to get some more dining options out yeah. that way that I yeah. can walk to. You know, right. I don't want to have to drive it or anything. Sure. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, we've been there. I've been there for about four years. Um, I've got a website that's contour406.com. Um, it goes through a lot of information about, you know, what I've discussed, cool sculpting. Um, I also do a, a muscle stimulation treatment called Cool Tone as well. Uh, so not only can we tackle the fat, um, but I can also firm and tone muscle using Cool Tone. Uh, I sell Cool Tone and Cool Sculpting in packages um, to really give you that belly busting, you know, approach to not only getting rid of the fat, but also building the muscle as well. And Cool Tone's been a game changer for me in terms of just uh, core strength. Uh, you probably for you personally, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and and you probably you know know more about this than anybody. But you know, I've suffered from low back pain for um, a majority of my adult life, and um, one thing that I've always been told is you got to increase your core strength. You got to increase your core strength, and um, I don't do a very good job of doing it. Mm. Uh, but cool tone in a 30 minute treatment, you can come in and, and it's the equivalent of doing about 30,000 crunches. Huh. <laughs> and, uh, so doing those treatments has really increased my core strength. 
therefore has reduced a lot of the suffering that I've had with my lower back pain. Good. And it's really helped me a ton. Um, when I can tell the difference is, you know, when I get out of bed in the morning, uh, some, you know, without doing cool tone, it takes me a while to get fully straight. Um, I'm kind of just kind of lurching around, you mm-hmm. know, suffering from some, some back pain. Um, but when I'm up on my cool tone treatments and I do them about every, every about every one treatment, every two months, okay. um, I really increase improves my core strength and therefore just eliminates mm. a lot of that low back pain that I suffer from. Cool. So it works awesome for me. Obviously it was designed for an aesthetic benefit, get a six pack, firm your butt, all that stuff. Um, but I think there's some really, uh, physical benefits that come mm-hmm. from it as well. And so that's why I love it. So is it, uh, is it like electrically stimulating? Yeah. Contract, so basically, yeah, it's, it's electromagnetic therapy basically. Oh. And so it causes involuntary muscle contractions. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, place a couple paddles on your belly, for example, and it's a contraction release contraction mm-hmm. release over a 30 minute period. Um, there's some tapping in between each contraction, which helps stimulate the release of lactic acid helps with muscle recovery. Uh, you would think a 30,000, you know, crunch treatment, you'd be <laughs> sore as heck the next day, mm-hmm. but believe it or not, you're not very sore mm. because of that tapping. So they've designed in some recovery to that as well. So it's a, it's a fantastic treatment. Got some very, very loyal patients that come in regularly mm. to get their treatments done. Um, and they're seeing a huge benefit from it as well. So, uh, it's, it's really cool. It's pretty amazing what people can figure out, uh, with different equipment, how that can benefit our body. Yeah. It's, and I can't even imagine what the next 10, 15, 20 years looks like in terms of, yeah, that stuff. So, uh, it's also scary (laughs) (laughs) because uh, who knows what's going to be out next to get rid of all your fat. Uh, but as far as now, cool sculpting really is the best thing on the market. It's been tried and true. Yeah. Good. Um, you, you mentioned your website and where you're at. What's the best way for someone to get in touch with you? So I do free consultations, which is very important to understand. So if you want to just come in and talk to me about cool sculpting or whether or not you're a candidate, kind of have me assess your problem area and see what I think would be a great treatment plan for you. Um, I can do that for free and you can schedule those free consultations right off my website Mm -hmm. at contour406.com. Those are in person? In person consultations. Uh Yeah. And so usually they're about 20 to 30 minutes tops. Um, but typically what I do is just kind of go through how it works. Um, and then do a physical assessment, making sure that, uh, the patient's a good candidate and also kind of, like I said, putting together a customized treatment plan, because especially with, uh, bellies and things like that, uh, these treatments are very customizable, mm-hmm. um, because everybody's bellies are different. And so not everybody's going to have the same treatment approach, um, as somebody else. And so, uh, it's important to come in and kind of see exactly what it would take to get your goals and, uh, what that would cost as well. Mm-hmm. And I also do, uh, some in, uh, third-party financing, mm-hmm. uh, cool sculpting is not an inexpensive treatment by any means. Um, and sometimes it's easier for patients to be able to make some monthly payments. And, uh, I use a company called cherry, which mm-hmm. does a really good job working with aesthetic practices and they'll do 0% financing for up to 18 months oh, nice. on qualified patients. And so it's nice to be able to break that treatment up mm-hmm. into some payments as well, instead of having to wait, save up and, right. and try to, you know, hopefully get in at some point when you have enough money. So you can come in now and pay later, which is kind mm-hmm. of a nice way to go yeah. as well. So cool. Sean, thanks so much. Hey, I, I'm honored that you had yeah, me here today. Yeah, I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. So thanks for having me, Dan. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Helena Hustle podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Helena Hustle Podcast.